0: I'm not f-ing leaving.
1: You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth. From BetQL.
2: QL. Sunday, Jacksonville, four and a half point dogs, 48 and a half in the total. Let's let's line them up some games here um, for week number five, including some plug-your-nose games. I don't know what we call this one. Uh, uncomfortable week in Jacksonville. Got to be an uncomfortable week in the uh, Urban Meyer household Urban's not quitting. They're gonna, he's going to force them to fire him, which they might have to do in a week or two. I, I don't know what to do with this game. The line hasn't moved. The Urban Meyer situation hasn't changed it. It's four and a half. The Titans banged up. They lost the Jets last week. Boy, this is a game I don't really want to watch. Like, it, It's going to take a lot for me to care about watching this game. I might have to bet it just to care about watching this game. Show your thought on the Titans and the Jaguars on Sunday. Four and a half Jaguars, the Dogs.
1: Are you really worried about the Titans not losing? Let's say losing. Forget about covering, because the spread's the great equalizer. But are you really worried about that? Losing the game? Yeah, outright. Yeah, I I think there's going to be some people that use the Titans and Survivor as an under-the-radar play. Because how often Mm -hmm. are you going to get the chance to take the Titans uh, in, in a spot like this So I hope Derrick Henry's good to go. Maybe it's a rest for him, but I believe he missed practice yesterday. If if the guys can check, double check on that, because I was looking at his history against Jacksonville. Oh my goodness. 10 games, 1013 rushing yards and 12 touchdowns.
2: (laughs) So you're saying he should thank the Jaguars in his, uh, his speech in Canton one day.
1: Yeah. Part of his speech. Thanks Jaguars. I know Jacksonville ha- having, hasn't given up many explosive runs, but I think there are different rules when it's Derek Henry. Like, you sure. might just throw that completely out the window. The, the whole Jacksonville thing, like, okay, yeah, you got extra rest, but what are you doing with that extra rest? Not game planning. That, that right. ain't happening. If we take away the – butts, <laughs> that.
2: If we take away the fact that Urban's touching butts last week, all right? If we take that out of the equation – wouldn't this have been a potential Jaguar spot? They did play well in the first half at Cincinnati. They get extra rest. They theoretically had time to prepare. This would have been a Jaguar spot. I think actually Paul Aspen said last week he was on Jacksonville plus seven and a half or whatever. Not really.
1: It's just the Jaguars fade. And the look ahead line came down because the t- the uh, Titans lost to the Jets last week. If, if the Titans win that game in overtime, what's the line? Aren't we a lot closer to seven?
2: Of course we are. Yeah. And if Urban doesn't do his nonsense, and that didn't change it though. That it didn't seem to change this line too much, which is, is interesting. So where the Jaguars and Titans are right, let's jump from that to a game that actually people will everyone will watch and people will care about. The Bills and the Chiefs, Sunday night football. This is a good one. This is one of those, the opposite of what we talked about last hour, line movement. Nope. This is this is spin at three. This is SAT at three. This has been a three-point line basically the entire week. It is probably the game of the week. It's Sunday night football and the way I view this, Bills plus the three, half in the total, which is a gigantic total. I view this as a red zone game. The Bills are going to move the football into the red zone. How many times? I don't know, six, seven. They're going to be there the whole game. How many times they put it in the end zone? It, and if they put it in the end zone five times, they're going to win the game. It, just, it comes down to their red zone offense. I do think the Chiefs will move the ball. I know the Bills DVOA, number one, but I... I don't think the Bills' defense is going to really shut down Mahomes or stop Mahomes. This, this To me, this game is actually on the Bills' offense to go make sure they win the game.
1: Quick note on Henry. He did not practice, but it was a non-injury, so it just could be veteran
2: resting. Could
1: right, be, which they should, the should give him there. some of those at this point. Okay, so I still like Henry to have a have a good game there, even though the Jaguars have done well against the run. As far as this one, you're right about the three. This is what's interesting. They gave us two and a half in the circuit contest. Ooh. So why did they give us two and a half? Is it just they, they see there's a lot of bill support and they're making people think about it? We're not going to give you that three. Or is that the direction the market is going? I know some offshores went to two and a half and I just checked. Now they're back at three. So I, I just think this is comical because over the last year, there have been a lot of people betting on the Chiefs every week, laying seven, eight, nine, ten and losing a lot. And now that the Chiefs, now that you can get Pat Mahomes at a field goal or less at home, which is something that might not happen again or for a very long time, they're not interested. They're betting the Bills. I find that fascinating. Uh, The Bills defense has been great as we've gone over on the show, have not faced any good quarterbacks, have not faced an average quarterback. They've all been trash. It's been Tua Brissett, Big Ben, Heineke, and the worst quarterback of all time, Davis Mills. So um, I can't wait to watch this game. How am I going to bet it? I guess I'll take the under and not feel great about it. But as far as the side, I understand if you want to take Kansas City at two and a half or three, that makes sense. I get Pat Mahomes That is such a short number. And, and I understand if you're a believer in the Bills – what I'm gonna be watching is is this Bills defense and how real are they? I don't think we know right now. Like Mm-mm. all the metrics say that they're the best defense. Okay, fine, fine. Totals fifty six and a half.
2: The books don't care. They think your defense doesn't matter because Kansas City is gonna keep scoring. What do you think, Aaron? Mahomes, Allen, <sighs> I- high scoring.
0: I think this is I, I'm I want to take the Bills and the plus you know three. three I really do but I just don't have a good feel for this one I'm staying away from it I don't even have them in any parlays this time um, I, the, the Chiefs defense just can't stop anyone right. I really like the Bills in this but ah, I'm gonna stay away from it I just don't have a strong feeling one way or the other
2: I like the Chiefs the more the week goes on under, if three I, under I a understand. field goal. I just yeah. feel like look they had a couple tough games but think about the games the Ravens game and that was a lot of emotion the Ravens come and you know, they never beat the Chiefs like that was like almost like a special moment for the Ravens that was a road game and they had the clunker against the Chargers but the Chargers are really good so it's not like the, like the Chiefs struggles this year have been against playoff type of teams it's not like they've just gotten beat by bad teams I look at it this way if the Bills like the Bills have to play a really, like an A-plus kind of game to beat them. I don't think they can go in there and just play well. And for as good as the Bills have been, it's not their offense. That's the weird thing about the Bills so far It's their defense. And I just don't feel like their defense will stop Mahomes high scoring. You, I, I got to take the Chiefs with the under the field goal. You said, I mean, how many times do we get Mahomes at this kind of number? Never. Not, not very. Here's, here's what's going to happen. If the Bills
1: win, everyone's going to have – buffalo if they didn't already i already did as number one in their power rankings yeah they're gonna they're gonna win the, they're gonna get the buy and they're the team to beat in the nfl and if the chiefs win it's gonna be okay here we go rough start schedule softened up that's a real team look what they did against the buffalo bills and, and so that's what i'm expecting it the overreaction
2: is going to be wild oh, wild going to be crazy all right let's jump to a game that we've all i think been pretty consistent on and it will be fun to watch justin Fields starting the bears plus five and a half in las vegas against the raiders total 44 and a half so we get the um we get the word matt nagy's trying to get himself out of prison he's starting justin fields chicago rejoices Try but- as
0: he might he's not going anywhere he's staying there
2: he's he's in prison he's behind bars according to Jake kasan he'll be on the sideline sunday though with his quarterback justin fields on the field I like the Raiders in this spot. I just I think it's a difficult spot for fields for the Bears to go in there and 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 really have a chance to win the game. I like Las Vegas coming off their loss on Monday. Uh Bill Lazor's play caller in week number 4, the
1: Bears ramped up their play action percentage by 10%, designed run percentage up 37%. And they lined fields up under center, which he has said is where he's more comfortable. Same thing at Ohio State; he was more comfortable playing under center. Uh, that that uh, he was lined up under center. Center fifty, no forty seven percent more. So laser actually listens to the player and tries to put the player in a position to succeed. Unlike Matt Nagy, watch today's injury report. If Mack and Hicks are out, sayonara. They're going to go out to Vegas They'll go to the casino, have some fun, but the bears don't have a damn shot in this game. That could be really, really ugly. Do we Uh, think the the number moves,
2: the number moves?
1: I could see it. If if both of them, you have your, probably your two best defenders. Jalen Johnson has been terrific so far in year number two. Um, Joe, I have a question for you. Sure. You say you don't, they don't have a shot. So what, what do you think this line should be then? Uh, right. I, I said, if those guys are out, I, I, I think it should be closer to where we were at the look ahead. There was overreaction to Monday night. I, the look ahead was six and a half or seven. I think it should be a little bit higher, but there are some people that have the opinion that the bears are a live dog. I'm just not of that belief. Now we have the higher ceiling with fields, but I am I'm, I'm expecting a bounce back performance from the Raiders. Like car was bad. Wasn't going downfield. Mm-hmm. That's going to be different in this spot. Um, the Bears O-line is a weakness, and the Raiders' pass rush is real. Max Crosby is up with the elite pass rushers in the game with pressures, and Gakwe out there as well. So I expect them to have good games. And it's a sneaky good secondary with Casey Hayward uh, and Nate Hobbs and Trayvon Mullen. I know he's popped up on the injury report this week. Yep, But they're, they're sneakily Pretty good. They they've improved a good amount here with the Raiders. Uh, I I took the Raiders. I think they're going to cover the five and a half. But um, yeah, it's it's a tough spot for the rookie quarterback on the road. It's going to be a tough atmosphere. There'll be Bears fans will be represented, but but I I like the Raiders. Um, every there were a lot of positives from last week. I just went over some of them. The worst defense versus a better versus a better sure. defense. But a good pass rush. A, a better a pass rush.
2: Yeah, yeah. and the pa- yeah. the pass rush worries me. That that's what it is. That, that's why I like the Raiders. Cuz
0: the last the last time Fields faced a tough defense, he was sacked 9 times. <laughs> so, I think they're going to make it really difficult for him.
2: And, yeah. and, we're, and the, the improvements are real. I mean, Justin Fields has Justin Fields has improved. The laser switch is is real, but I still need to see him jump as a passer before I take him against a decent team on the road, right? Like, so, you know, his first game, he came in against the Bengals, 60 yards. He just was trying to come in. The Browns game was a disaster, threw for 68 yards. Last week against a bad Lions team, you know, 209 yards, an interception, not great, but better, right? We're trending in the right direction. But I just, I'm not ready yet to take Justin Fields against a good pass rush behind that Bears O-line. It's just, I think it's a lot for him to to win that game. Jake, what do you think they're going to do with Waller? I mean,
1: that's the Roquan Smith, maybe. (laughs) Don't sound too. Renfro has been uh, very good. Five catches every single game for them. Deep shots to Ruggs. Man, am I talking myself to the Raiders? I Uh do want to check myself a little bit. Like, the Raiders are favored by five and a half, but I just don't think the Bears are a good football team right now. So that's uh, a big part of it. All right, let me throw up. This just feels like one of those games where the Bears defense is going to just stand on their head and do one of those. Stand up performances where they just shut it down. Like Quill Mac Revenge game, too, narrative there. I mean, that's. But what if he's not out there? That. I mean, that's the thing. No, sure. that's fair. Hey, Robert Quinn, <laughs> breakout player of the year.
2: I guess. 50 year old Robert Quinn doing land. Did you year? see that guy? When was he drafted? So 2009, 2010? Robert Quinn's an, He is old. That's why he looks so old because he is old. I don't know forever, about
1: you, but I, I think it's a pretty good idea to give a, the player the largest contract of their career as a pass rusher after age 30. I think that's a good yeah, idea. That's the way. I mean, I've,
0: that, I've yeah. long said when you can give a guy a large contract after his prime, you've got to do it.
1: Yeah. Eh, Ryan Pace agrees. He's a, it's a smart way guy. to do it.
2: All <laughs> right. Uh, we still have a lot of games to get to, but I just want to throw one out. I don't know if we'll spend a lot of time on this, but last week I took the Jets in a money line. Okay, Parlay? Do you notice the Jets are getting the same break again? Last week, no AJ Brown, no Julio Jones. This week, Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage are out. They're traveling to London, take on the Falcons. Both of their starting wide receivers are out. How does that happen two weeks in a row? That line moved down to two and a half. I think the Jets are going to beat the Falcons. Oh, mm-hmm. another Jets win. I can't
1: argue it. You can't. You can't lay three with the Falcons in this no, game.
2: They don't and... have any receivers. <laughs>
1: I think most of our listeners if you're up you're going to disrespect
0: Quarter L Patterson. Man. Oh, yeah.
1: I, guess, I don't
2: think he's going to get three
1: touchdowns again. <laughs>
2: I don't either.
1: I <laughs> take. I'm uh, already out
2: gonna... on Arthur Smith. He's the only guy who thinks Patterson oh, can play.
1: Stop. I'm out. You're out
2: on Arthur Smith. Totally out. <laughs>
0: out. I think think we're going to see how the Jets also handle this trip because I think it was Joe O that brought up Robert Sala has experience with this. I kind of trust the Jets more than the Falcons at this point. And I think Zach Wilson, he's building on, he's getting better. He could have a second straight good game while the defense should be able to put some pressure on Matt Ryan. Maybe he'll be making some mistakes.
1: I kind of lean Jets as well. I lean Jets. We considered this for the contest. At the end of the day, our thought was, wait a second, are we going way too far on Zach Wilson yeah, sure. after one decent game? Like, let's calm down. We're gonna yeah. be so mad if we wake up on Sunday morning and we're, we're cursing out the Jets.
2: It shows how bad the Falcons are that we trust the Jets more. Yeah. A week ago, they couldn't score a touchdown. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksburg. This is BeckQL Daily, NFL Week Five. We'll continue rolling through, and Trista Crick will join us coming up at eleven right here on BeckQL Daily.